welcome to the Project Management Show with your host, Scotty Bud Melvin. This podcast features renowned project management professionals. They'll be sharing their insights on what it takes to achieve project success and their lessons learned along the way. Now, with another Project Management Show, here's Scotty Bud Melvin. Hello, and thanks for checking out the Project Management Show. Today, brought to you by Bravo Reporting Systems and also Black Rock Resources. In episode 24 of the Project Management Show, Mike Parker, CEO of BlackRock Resources, talked about all the career opportunities in project management. And this episode, we're excited to have Greta Blash discuss some of the training and certifications that can help you to achieve your professional development goals and better position yourself to land one of these opportunities that Mike mentioned. Greta Blash, co-founder of Facilitated Methods and is a project manager instructor at the University of California Irvine Division of Continuing Education, and we're going to find out more about her. She's also published numerous articles and blogs on a whole bunch of different topics that we're going to get into hopefully tonight, and we're glad to have her here. Greta Blash, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. You bet. Let's have some fun and get right into it. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what your role and your title is today, and how you came to focus on project management and specifically project management training. So actually, I have a background in IT, mm-hmm. and so I started as a developer, um, programmer, analyst, eventually moved into the database area, what had most of my department and my team working on a great big project that needed some leadership. And so I kind of moved in and became the project manager and decided I really like projects better than managing. Projects have a start and an end and kind of fun to do. So it's kind of how I got into project management. Now, as far as the training goes, I actually was a high school math teacher coming Mm -hmm. out before I started doing the computer stuff. And so I've been teaching different ages all along. From high school, I did some adult uh, education classes while I was teaching high school. And then over the years, I've gone back and forth with actually teaching at universities and schools like that, most recently with University of Irvine, University of California, Irvine. But now, um, for about the last 15 years, I've been training with my own company, um, doing contract work with other training vendors, uh, as well as stuff on my own. But I just, I, I love training. I love helping people understand and take the experience that I have and kind of helping them apply it to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, some background on some of the projects that you've been a part of. So I've all sorts of different projects because I've worked in so many different industries, but mm-hmm. actually some of the most fun, I actually got to open a casino uh, wow. as well as rebuild a casino in Mississippi. Um, we opened the casino in seven months, um, there was no computer systems. There were no applications, nothing. They had the the floor. They hadn't even ordered anything, so I got to manage that. I was a seven-month project, huge, multi-million-dollar project. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have done some work with um, using customer relationship management or CRM type of software to help both do a sales system, put in a customer service center, which included also putting in SharePoint, some of the technical aspects, as well as putting in new phone system, which is something I had never done. Um, not the 
one of the last ones was had to do with helping one of the sheriff's department start to keep track of all aspects of their sworn officers. So those th- th- very different uh, type mm-hmm. of projects, but all all projects. Good stuff. Let's talk about your book, Basics of Good Project Management, What Every Project Manager Needs to Know. And how did you come to write that? And uh, what are the top three things? Well, actually, it's because I I did a webinar for the Orange County PMI chapter along with Cal Southern University. Mm -hmm. And they recorded it. And then they put it up on YouTube. And over the time, next probably year or so, it started growing in the number of people that were watching it. And I was getting emails all over the world saying, Hey, you know, I'm thinking about project management. This was fantastic. You know? So I thought, well, why don't I go ahead and put it into a book format so that it's available, not just on YouTube, but to also be able to do that. So, um, the, the book is there. I, I'm not really pushing it too much, except right now I am using it, Uh, as I'm working with a lot of the transitioning military folks as a basic of what they need to know as they start to move into the project management field. So, uh, you know, it's really more about project management being a life skill. In fact, uh, what I was doing was I didn't use any of the traditional terminology in the whole Mm. book as well as on the webinar. I did it just with common terms. And in fact, my my example I used, which just came off the top of my head as I'm trying to talk, was the work that my husband and I have been doing to landscape our front yard. And I used that all the way through. It's a project, all the things you had to do as far as determining scope and schedule and cost and everything. But it was all down to earth, just plain projects that any individual person would do. Nothing to do really with business, but relating it back to just a skill that we feel everybody just needs to have. (laughs) I'll go along with that. (laughs) Uh, Did you have a mentor or someone that you learned from, or do your insights come from observation and research? No, actually, almost everything comes from the, the work that we've done. And in fact, Every once in a while, people say, well, you don't have any references in your books or your papers that you write. No, because the reference is me. I'm the one that's done this. I understand. And so kind of rather than trying to pick on other people and say, well, yeah, this is the way we do it, I I did it myself, and I did it before I even read the book. So most of my stuff just comes from the experiences. I mean, the number of years that I've been doing this and the different types of projects, I've probably seen about everything there is to see. Sure. Makes sense. Let's talk trends. Do you see any emerging trends on how products are managed, uh, projects are managed, or maybe where some training is consistently needed? Well, I think the whole concept of being more adaptive and being able to work with this disruptive environment that we're in right now, And actually, I'm teaching a class this week on Agile for a federal agency based on the fact that there was a DOD standard that came out in 2010 that said we need to deliver quicker, we need to spend more time with our customers, we need to be able to do things in smaller chunks. That's Agile. I mean, that was 2010 when the federal government put this out. Um, The new version of the PMBOK guide Every section of it talks about how you have to adapt 
to be a little bit more adaptive or agile. So I think it's still the idea. It's a mindset of how we can have more collaboration and communication in all the projects we do, as well as delivering smaller chunks so we get the value back to the customer sooner. So I think that really, I thought it was going to die back, but it's not. It's increasing all the time. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We're with uh, Greta Blash. We'll be back in just a moment. Uh, Today's project management show brought to you in part by Bravo Reporting Systems. This episode of the Project Management Show is brought to you by Bravo Reporting Systems. Communication within a project team is a constant challenge, and results-driven managers know the importance of staying in touch with what is being accomplished and where the issues are so they can focus on the key action items. The Bravo Reporting System is a web-based application designed to take the pain out of creating and assembling activity reports. Bravo is a fast, efficient way to enter accomplishments, issues, and action items. And with a simple click of the button, all the data from each employee is assembled into a perfectly formatted document. For more information or to start your free 30-day trial of Bravo, visit bravoreporting.com. And as a Project Management Show listener, just enter the promo code PMSHOW for a 20% discount. And we're back with Greta Blash. And in one of your recent surveys, you asked, do project managers need additional training on how to handle an ethnocentric situation in today's environment? What did you mean by that? Well, I think right now we're in an environment where people are very key to their own backgrounds and their own ethnic uh, areas to the point where sometimes it becomes more important than trying to get along with other people, trying to understand so that they things that might be taken as a generality get taken and blown out of proportion of, well, you must have been saying something bad about my ancestors or something like that. And it's so hard for me because, one, the emphasis that PMI is having with project managers is increasing their interpersonal skills. Mm-hmm. So they're able to work with people of all races. And actually, I spent a good amount of time working in Singapore. And I think everybody needs to go to Singapore and just basically see how they embrace every culture, every ethnic group. And it's a blending that is just unbelievably positive as opposed to this, well, you're from this area and you're from this area, and so therefore we can't like each other we can't get along. And no, we're all human beings. And I think that that's my concern is that sometimes we put barriers up which really don't need to be there. Hmm. All right. Let's talk about leaders. What qualities do you think make a good leader, a good project manager? Well, I really think the whole idea of servant leadership is something that project managers have to be able to understand. When you're managing a project or leading a project more often today, you aren't the main person. It is the people on the team that are making that project go. And you've got to realize you need to be able to motivate them Mm -hmm. and not look at it like this is my project and I'm the one that's going to take all the credit for it. So that plus the idea that there's both adaptive and situational leadership where we need as a project manager to understand what the situation is 
and be able to adapt to that situation as well as the maturity of the team as you get new team members. We just have to be able to have a little bit more flexibility in how we do things and definitely move away from this command and control where the project manager tells everybody what to do, when to do it, how to do it. That just doesn't work in today's environment. Makes sense. So what are you working on today that has you very excited? Well, actually, I'm involved in reviewing the new benefit realization standard that PMI is coming out with. So I was selected to be a subject matter expert on that, similar to what I had done on some of the business analysis stuff. So I'm getting a chance to see what some of the key people have written and and have some feedback on it. Um, That's kind of in the project management, program management arena. But I'm going back into my business analysis because that's where my love is and Mm -hmm. working on um, at least a book in that area to be able to help people understand how to do business analysis. So you're currently writing uh, another book then? Yep, yep. I'm going to do it. I'm going to use more of an agile approach. So mm-hmm. I'm doing like one chapter at a time. Mm-hmm. So that, that makes it a lot easier because with my schedule, I, I just don't have the time to sit down and do the whole thing at once. Sure, sure. All right. What kind of techniques and tools are you using to keep yourself organized? A calendar, paper calendar <laughs> <laughs> in pencil on top of it. Um, I also still, I, I, I still like having to be able to write notes like in a day timer mm-hmm. as opposed to putting them into a computer. I don't know. I, even though I work with computers all the time, it's a tool for me. But when I'm trying to take notes and work with people, I want to be talking to people, not keying into a computer. So I still use a day timer and especially a calendar that's all, you know, paper-based basically, very low tech. But mm-hmm. It works. Sure. Are there any apps out there that you actually do use for other uh, situations? No, the only, not really, the only app, well, besides, you know, getting my coffee and my airline and my hotel, those type of things, Mm -hmm. but other, you know, more travel type of apps. But there is, I mean, one of the things that we recommend, especially when we're doing the certification classes, there are so many bad apps out there where people have put questions that, they think are going to be on the certification exams and they're just not in, they're just not correct. So we're pretty particular when we, you know, work with people to say, you know, be careful which apps you use. Some of them are old. Some of them are just not correct. So, you know, it just depends on what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We're going to take another quick break. We're here with Greta Blash. We'll continue in a moment. Project management show today brought to you in part by Black Rock Resources. BlackRock Resources is a niche professional staffing and consulting services firm specializing in providing project management expertise and engineering talent to the domestic energy industry. What sets us apart from other staffing companies is that our clients benefit from our team approach and are provided with many options to their staffing needs. Whether you're looking for direct hires, contractors, or contract to hire, we can find you qualified candidates for the perfect match. Mike Parker, BlackRock Resources founder and CEO, says, At BlackRock Resources, our mission is to make project managers look good. If you would like to learn more about our specialized staffing services, or if you're interested in joining the team behind the team, 
Then visit BlackRockRes.com. That's BlackRockRes.com to view current available job opportunities or call us today at 724-941-4947 and we can find the perfect fit for you. And we're back with Greta Blash. And let's remind everybody about your books. And are there any others that you think are a must-read for project managers? Well, there's both some kind of classics that I always tell people, mm-hmm. um, as well as some brands, some fairly new ones. But the classics, I still think Tom DeMarco's People Wear and mm-hmm. the Mythical Man Month by Brooks those are key. Those are things that they've been around forever. They are just really good, classical project management type of reads. Um, as far as more more newer, um, more recent books, the goal that talks about the theory of constraints is one of, probably one of the best ones to be able to understand a very very complicated theory. Uh, and the other one that's kind of based on the theory too. It's called Have a Nice Conflict, <laughs> and it talks about how you work with people normally, depending on how they are, etc., and then what happens when you get into a conflict situation, how that changes. So those two. But I picked up another one the other day, which I really am, am really excited about. It's called The Elephant in the Room. And I think a lot of this goes back to our interpersonal skills of being able to understand that we have things and we need to feel comfortable saying things where, especially when it's not working out, we don't agree, so it doesn't get to a conflict situation. Mm -hmm. But the idea that if you don't handle the elephant, it just gets bigger and smellier. And (laughs) at some point in time, it can't get out that door. So (laughs) I, I... Really, I, I recommend it to a lot of people who are afraid to, to to be blunt, to say things. But we have to understand the situation. We can't we can't tiptoe around things. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Do you have any uh, inspirational quotes that you like? We always like to ask. Well, I do have a quote that I always say, and that's the idea. Because once again, I'm more of a data person. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure we deliver the right information to the right people at the right time. And now I've added to that in the right format. We need to understand how to communicate to people so it's the most effective. And I, since 80 or 90% of a project manager's time is spent communicating, I think it's important to remember that. Sure. So how can everybody reach you if someone's interested in contacting you? Well, the main place where I con- connect with people is obviously on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I'm out there as Greta Blash. Uh, as well as projectmanagement.com. Uh, that's another one of the PMI websites that I connect with a lot of the project managers and people in that area. But I also have blogs and articles that I try to continually post on LinkedIn, but they're also kept in archive back on my own website, facilitatedmethods.com. So any of those will work. All right. And that's where we're going to leave it, Greta. Thank you so much for the information and the time and the chat today. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me be part of this. It's it's exciting. Great. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening today. We appreciate it. Project Management Show brought to you in part by Bravo Reporting Systems, also BlackRock Resources, and the Trident Group. And make sure to check back for more Project Management Show podcasts at projectmanagementshow.com. My name is Scotty Bud Melvin, and we will see you next time. 
Thanks for joining us on The Project Management Show. Here's hoping that your projects are always on schedule and within budget. Catch us next time right here for another Project Management Show.